0: Missed your chance to bet on the Super Bowl, regretting it? Well, fear not, listener. Blue Wire is excited to be partnering with Bet Online to help you win big no matter the time of year. With March Madness, the Masters, and Major League Opening Day right around the corner, Bet Online has you covered for all of your latest news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head over to betonline.ag and use our promo code Blue Wire to retrieve your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, and that's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, when you sign up at betonline.ag. Bring your best bets home with Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.
1: I don't want people to think I'm ugly. I don't
0: know if lighting will.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably not.
0: Uh, Welcome to That's Good Sports Podcast. I am here live with Patient Zero, Will Keyes, who lives in Sacramento, California. He is sick right now, which you will hear, and the uh, coronavirus was found five minutes from where Will lives.
1: Yeah, five minutes. Literally, uh, two blocks behind me that way. I'm, I'm pointing to it right now. Uh, I don't know if that's really what patient zero means, uh, but well, I may be the most famous person to contract the virus. i I might be the first celebrity. Yeah. Uh, so that's sure. kind of a celebrity. <laughs> kind celebrity. Of a I am a. I, <clears throat> I've been mentioned in Forbes magazine, their online publication.
0: Yes, you have. <laughs> this <laughs> podcast has. Yeah, um, I will say, I, that's no joke. I said patient zero because um, I think. When did you start to get sick? A couple of days ago.
1: Yeah, two days ago.
0: Two days ago, the news about them missing the uh, coronavirus patient was yesterday. So, just based on that timeline, even though it's very unlikely, you could technically be patient zero it could be in America yeah, also because you were uh, just got back from China, so:
1: <laughs> yeah I ever you know I did spend the the President's Day weekend in China.
0: Um, As you do every President's Day.
1: Yeah, I mean, most of it was spent flying there and then kind of getting off and walking around the airport like Tom Hanks in that movie Terminal and then getting on a plane and flying back. But it's great to experience other cultures and uh, other countries, Cinnabons and Orange Juliuses.
0: Yeah, there's so much to see uh, across the sea, if you will. Yep, Um, like that Weezer song. (laughs) Um, I I honestly think you have a 50-50 chance of having it I might have a
1: 50-50 chance of survival at this point
0: No, I think the survival rate is much higher than that Uh, I think the reason that coronavirus is a big problem in terms of not being able to contain it is because most people only experience mild symptoms and the death rate for people your age is like 0.2% Um, and it's mostly killing percentage wise old people, obviously anybody with different ailments or bad immune systems, who knows how bad it could really get. Uh, but I'm just going to proceed like you have already had it.
1: Okay. On the other hand, if we keep teasing that I might die any week. And this could put, every episode could potentially be our last episode. Yeah, uh, I think we're get sp- a, a spike in ratings here. So
0: your untimely death could do more for my show <laughs> than I ever could, and you ever could helping me write. <laughs> it would be the big, it would be the biggest thing to happen to this
1: to this podcast since Forbes Magazine.
0: Yes, I mean, do I miss Will Keys? Yeah, but if he didn't die. <laughs> HBO would not have picked up my show.
1: so That's right. That's right. Now, would I like to live to see at least the first episode of this yeah. show on yeah. the home box office channel? Sure. Yeah, uh, because...
0: Sometimes you can't have your cake and eat it too. Right. Because everybody knows that um, in the afterlife, in heaven, you do not get HBO.
1: No, you do not get premium cable. No, 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 no. You do get AMC... But, uh, obviously, uh, there's commercial breaks. God kind of skipped out on the premium cable package.
0: Yeah, he, he's not paying for that. Um, no,
1: absolutely not. You know how many fucking people are up there?
0: <laughs> I just want my HBO. Well,
1: I bet you're gonna hell have has to, HBO. Yeah, you're going to have Washington. to go
0: down to hell. You And won the- Skinamax. <laughs> oh, God bless Skinamax. Uh,
1: you know what else sounds like hell right now? The NFL Combine? The media room at the NFL Combine. Because uh, today, this, just this morning, J.P. Finley of NBC Sports reported that they ran out of Diet Pepsi in the media room, and it, it caused quite the ruckus, um, <clears throat> quite the stir, a possible mutiny. Uh, one person threw a tantrum. Um, I, I just want to – who do you think that person was, first of all?
0: Throwing a tan- tantrum about uh, Diet Coke? No, 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 Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi.
1: Kind of a weird move, but I guess maybe. Tantrum um, about Diet Pepsi. Ooh. Pepsi Coke contracts, etc.
0: I, I want to say Darren Rovell. Yes. <laughs>
1: I I can't even venture a guess other than that. <laughs> Uh, I'm waiting for Adam Schefter to confirm that it was in fact Darren Ravel,
0: yeah.
1: who threw a hissy fit because they ran out of his precious Diet Pepsi.
0: I would say Tony
1: Grossi, but you know he's, <laughs> yeah.
0: he's been suspended already for a different uh, tantrum.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, let's, let's talk about that for a second. Wait, what's,
0: okay. what's worse? Calling Baker Mayfield a fucking midget or not having yeah. Diet Pepsi? Uh if you're I, a media
1: member. I mean, I like I like you get diet pepsi every now and then. Oh, uh, dude, I
0: I couldn't tell you the last time I had a diet pepsi. Oh,
1: you, you know what? I don't drink diet pepsi. I take it back. I'll, if I'm going to drink it, I'll drink a diet coke, but
0: uh yeah, I don't sodas so I just don't drink it unless yeah, to mix drink on a a
1: whim. Well, people, yeah, I mean, people want to know the origin story behind me and LaCroix is LaCroix really filled the void that soda left when I, when I really switched, gave up soda. Gave off, gave off
0: the – got off the, one of the worst things you can put in your body. And, and transferred to one of the best. That's right. <laughs> the unknown Besides, side effects of drinking lots of flavored water.
1: Besides what I've been drinking recently, which is DayQuil, large amounts. Yeah, coronavirus DayQuil. Yeah, I should have taken NyQuil before this podcast. I would have really, I
0: would have really got things
1: going.
0: Wonder if NyQuil's like uh, Ambien. If you stay awake through it, you get like real weird. Oh yeah, and you can like tweet uh, tweet controversial stuff and
1: blame it on your NyQuil.
0: Yeah, you could be Roseanne. <laughs>
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. I tweet something borderline racist, uh, and then you kick me off of this show. And um well, I guess they never replaced Roseanne, so it's just you after that. No, yeah. you actually get John Goodman
0: to Yeah, I was gonna say I just need Dan Connor. This I need Dan yeah. Connor.
1: Welcome to the uh, what do you, what would you call it? The the Kernas. That sounds like Corona already
0: the current it on,
1: it's on the mind it's on the mind um okay so i just want to say about that tony tony grassy thing that it is really hilarious to call someone who's like four or five inches taller than you a fucking midget yeah i think objectively that's uh that's really funny and based on the just the humor of the whole situation i think um he shouldn't have been suspended for that just because he's shorter.
0: Yeah, well I think maybe like it had to be some sort of uh punishment that fits the crime type thing, you know. Right, right. Uh
1: he should he should have all of his like bowls and plates and kitchen appliances moved to the top shelf.
0: There we go. And he has to live that way for a week. For, a year, for an entire year.
1: Yeah, yeah, a year I think. I a year. think that's fair. Yeah.
0: Where he has to use a stool, a step stool to get anything he needs in his home. Possibly even a ladder. Yeah, that's a better I punishment. Think
1: ta- I think we'd take the step stool and then give him a ladder. I think that's uh, I think we know. just solved it right there. I think we should tweet at um, ESPN Cleveland and Tony Grassi and say we've we've mediated this solution successfully and uh, we've come to
0: an agreement here yeah here's what I thought was kind of weird about the whole situation because like um so you're you're supposed to say you're well you're not supposed to <laughs> one use the word fucking when you're you're on air uh thank God we don't have to worry about that right but also the ter- the the word midget is offensive to little people okay, so, yes,
1: but at what point do you get? To say the M word, does Tony Grassi get the M word pass?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think you got, as a guy, I think you got to be like shorter than five foot. I don't know.
1: okay. Because five sevens technically, it's it's average, right? Yeah, I would say
0: it's pretty average. I would say average. I mean, I
1: just just watched Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise last night, and that man's definitely uh, five seven at the very
0: most. I just got measured and, uh, I'm closer yeah. to five, eight than I thought I was. So talk about a go. good week for me. Um, go. but what, what I thought was weird is people were censoring the word fucking in their headlines, but still using midget. So, <laughs> like, right. like bleacher report had that, uh, I saw it in a couple places and I didn't get, like, enough time to really, like, think about this and craft some more jokes about it in the episode. But uh, I just thought that was kind of bizarre. I was like, well, what is he getting more in trouble for? Not that it really matters. (laughs) um, Well,
1: okay, but the whole um, way that he got caught, I guess, was for ESPN Cleveland. For some reason, they have, like, a paid subscriber. Right. uh,
0: base that That was a surprise that people
1: one of the the perks of that is you get to listen to the show between between commercial commercial breaks breaks. yeah right so if it's like a a premium kind of benefit there it's not not regulated by the fcc i don't think
0: no well yeah i mean no and it's
1: so he's allowed to say fucking
0: yeah, he's allowed to
1: say midget but it's just a matter of you know
0: yeah technically we're allowed thing. to say whatever <laughs> whatever we want uh well, i mean if to... you say
1: if you say it like on uh if you say fucking on nbc they will fine you well the fcc will find you
0: yeah you'll get fined but um
1: yeah if you say it in the middle of the day of course
0: right like during uh ellen if you said it on ellen yeah. that would be bad yeah. Although that's not live. Uh,
1: no, I guess not. I guess not. But you could say it anyway.
0: Really, I think the rule should be if Ellen finds it offensive, then it's a problem. If not, you're cool. I'm
1: worried that Ellen is going to find too many things. Offensive.
0: I don't think so. I think her 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 roots are in comedy. So...
1: Well, a lot of people's roots are in comedy. Technically, our roots are in comedy. and uh, Technically, we have no roots. Spell. I wish okay. we had a daytime talk show. That would be nice.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, that's basically
1: he, what this is.
0: Okay, what we're going to get into is uh, some more clarity on the CBA shit. Yeah. Tom Brady probably, really, probably leaving New England. But the first thing I wanted to talk about is – Andy Dalton, apparently right now, is a hot name on the trade market. Highly sought after, according to at least one headline I saw. Um, If, let's say, Bill Belichick acquires Andy Dalton in a trade, and supposedly the Bengals can get up to a second rounder for him, would would Bill Belichick winning a Super Bowl with Andy Dalton be a sufficient blow to Tom Brady's legacy.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, people already bring up the Matt Castle 11-5 and five season um, as kind right. of a blow to Tom Brady's legacy. So, yeah, I, I, I do think it, um, it would make a difference. And that's not that's to all say that like, he's a bad quarterback or anything. I think he'd do well with the Patriots. He, he might be – actually, he probably is an upgrade at this point. Um, and I don't say that like with any facetiousness at this point in their careers Andy Dalton most likely an upgrade make a little uh do a little work on the offense spruce it up a little bit get a couple guys back I think you've got a a good looking unit there in New England with uh Eddie Dalton and you know Furthermore, I think his his hair would pop a little bit better with those navy blue uniforms than mm. they did in Cincinnati. Obviously, because you know it's like camouflage hair, in Cincinnati yeah. didn't really stand out. So I want to, yeah, I want to see those those hot, hot blue uniforms with hot that uh, fiery red hair.
0: I would just, I would love to have to see uh, Patriots fans <laughs> rally behind Andy Dalton that would make me very happy
1: yeah i mean patriots fans deify tom brady so much and uh i'm not the first person to posit this question i got this from dave damashek uh on the nfl network but his question is kind of like you know would the patriots root against their own team for like a year to prove that like brady was as important as they think he is or you know, would they just be happy with uh, another dominant season?
0: Yeah, I know if Tom Brady came to Denver, I would probably root against Denver for a year. Not publicly, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to see him succeed as a Bronco. So I would like them to win in spite of him,
1: like Peyton Manning mm, in twenty fifteen. I think that's the best case scenario, and well, then. And then we re-signed Brock Osweiler and put him in late in the season.
0: <laughs> if he replaced, if Brock Osweiler replaced Tom Brady, say week eleven, and then went on to win yeah. in the playoffs as Brock Osweiler while Brady was on the bench, then I would I could live with that. Yeah. I, uh, I think, okay. That so works. Tom Brady, more likely out of New England than not, as stated by Jeff Darlington um as you put on the hit cool morning show get up it uh, is
1: it's a hit cool morning show
0: yeah which well, made it's me called mad. get up get up on espn kids you gotta get up get up get up with the wanna... sports get up and then yeah it's like, i wonder
1: if they i've never actually watched that show
0: no i've only seen like clips from it when rex yeah. ryan says something crazy or whatever
1: I think that's what it's meant for.
0: Yeah, all of that stuff is. Uh, So here's my question here. Tom Brady, let's just say he's definitely leaving now. Okay. What would be worse, seeing him go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the riches he would have to work with on offense or seeing him go to the Indianapolis Colts?
1: I mean, I think he's got riches to work with in either situation. Well yeah, he's got but with a fantastic with the- offensive line in Indy. Um he's got a few weapons like T. Y. Hilton. I think I think TY Hilton might get a little slowed down with Brady just because it would take away some of the of the deep routes that he's so good at. Um, I think he'd be a better fit offensively in Tampa Bay just because Mike Evans and uh Chris Godwin, and depending on if they resign, Brashad Perryman, all good kind of possession receivers. They can do a lot of stuff. Um, they would definitely, you know, like we said earlier, they'd find a white guy to put in the slot. I think either team would. Uh, and then they'd get themselves a pass-catching running back, which mm-hmm. the Colts do have a good one. Um,
0: Naheem, Naheem Hines, right?
1: Hines. Naheem Yeah, and then, uh, let Marlon but Mack do some I guess,
0: breathing. I guess what I meant, though, in terms of worse is because I think he – could win in either place yes but what kind of slap in the face to Peyton Manning would it be if the Colts signed Tom Brady late in his career that would be a
1: slap in the face that would be a little a little too weird for me and I would rather see
0: Tampa because I would you know like if if Tom Brady won a Super Bowl as the Colts quarterback That's the same amount of Super Bowls Peyton Manning won for them. You know what I mean? Like, that would be fucking bizarre, and it would really – that would be a big blow to Peyton Manning's uh, – I don't think it would happen regardless. Um, No, I'm just – this is what if. However, I I I think Tom Brady could have a lot of success with Tampa Bay because there's so many weapons there. Uh, I think if he goes there, he fears challenges uh, because it's – you just got to go to Tampa Bay and not throw interceptions. That's all you got to fucking do, and they're going to be a really well, good team. Okay,
1: let's clarify success here. I don't think success is getting to or winning the Super Bowl. I think success is, like, making the playoffs. And I don't think it gets very far in the playoffs with either team, necessarily.
0: I don't know. Unless I think they
1: really, really have a great situation
0: around him. I think Tampa Bay could be yeah, that. I think was the case in New England. I think they they'll have a very good defense next year, but – yeah, they should. <clears throat> anyway, I'm very excited for this quarterback free agency period because I want
1: this to hurry up. I this Tom Brady thing has gone on too long for me now.
0: Well, yeah, it's like every week is he's probably going to leave New England. He's probably a little bit more going to leave New England.
1: He's definitely headed back to New England. Yeah, Patriots are going set anyway. to make him
0: an offer. The Patriots Tom have Brady not talked sold to him.
1: his house. Bought a new house next door. Um Tom, Tom Brady has Brady twenty houses. Excited, Tom absolutely. Brady
0: bought a thousand tiny homes and put them <laughs> in every major U.S. city.
1: Tom Brady lets Antonio Brown sleep in between him and Giselle after he has a
0: nightmare. Tom Brady wonders why Antonio ESPN. Brown posts videos of himself holding a guitar that he clearly can't play. Tom
1: Brady gets off on. Pushing his children off of cliffs.
0: Whoa!
1: That was... And then makes out with them to keep them from crying. <laughs> Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Tom have Brady he... is Tom Brady. Have you coming. seen any
0: of the videos Antonio Brown has where he's holding guitar? The guitar. No. <laughs> he's like jamming to his own music, and then he just got like the guitar in his hand, but he's not. He's clearly not playing it. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I have seen that.
0: <laughs> I, I'm like. I know I've probably done that before, like listening to a song and have a guitar that I can't play, and I just—I yeah. don't know. But like, I would—it's uh, just bizarre. It is.
1: It's a strange one. I mean, he, it seems like he's starting to figure things out, but then again,
0: yeah.
1: who knows? Something crazy could happen tomorrow, and that could—you uh, know—reset the whole thing. Who
0: Okay, so last week we started to talk about the CBA. Neither of us had enough information to talk about it uh, intelligently, and but now you uh, do. I think we wasted a lot of people's time. I yes. mean, that could be said for any podcast we do, but we know a lot more now. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit more about it because it's really the only football thing we discuss. Uh, But it's heading to a vote by by all the players. And if it gets a majority vote there, it will be passed. J.J. Watt, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers have all come out and spoken against it, saying to vote no, Um, which kind of sounds like guys who have $100 million contracts just don't want to work an extra week. Um, Yeah. (sighs) That's what that sounds like. But I learned more about it today today. Because, like, we weren't – Pat McAfee talked about this, how, like, the players weren't talking about what they didn't like about it. So we only kind of got what the NFL was putting out as the the benefits of it. And players weren't being specific about why they wanted to vote no on it. So the big thing is most of these players don't want a 17-game season. Um, That's the big thing. Because the NFL is going to loosen up on weed testing – They're only going to test for weed during a two-week period right before uh, training camp. Um, And they've upped the positive amount you can test for. They decided after they met last week to remove the $250,000 cap for 17th game checks for players who are under a contract that have to play on that. Um, They've talked about a $5 billion shift to the players over the next 10 years, which is a bit misleading because that is – a lot of money, but over 10 years, split, 500 between, million a year. split right. between all the players. It's actually not like as much as it, it sounds like. But the reason this is probably going to pass is because 60% of the league makes the league minimum. And the NFL right. is going to up the, lead, the rookie raised minimum by $100,000 in 2020. And then another fifty thousand dollar increase in twenty twenty one, and then forty five thousand dollars every year after, um, which uh, the rookie minimum would be six hundred and forty five thousand in the year twenty twenty one. Eight years after, with all those forty five thousand dollar increases, is three hundred and sixty thousand dollars, which would make the rookie minimum by the end of this CBA uh, a little over a million dollars. Yeah, and for yeah. so the NFL smartly has targeted the, the players making the least amount of money and incentivized them to vote yes on this thing, which is right. probably why it's going to pass the way it is right now. And
1: I think that's, um, I think that's smart because no one feels bad for Aaron Rodgers or no. Russell Wilson <clears throat> or J.J. Watt or the guys, you know, the guys that came out publicly and said they don't like it because they're never going to have to worry about money. Um, I think the people that we want to see helped out in the next CBA are the guys that are going to make the, the minimum salary and the uh, injury or performance or whatever. Don't stick around for very long. Uh, but, you know, they have an extra 200,000, uh, however many dollars have you uh, in your pocket that's a big that's a big difference and and that uh can keep a lot of players hopefully from struggling financially uh if they can stick around long enough and um obviously too like it's nice to have the XFL around for guys that you know are are kind of on the roster bubble um and, and can't quite stick around with an NFL team to still be able to play football at, at a professional level um not for the same kind of money but to keep their skills sharp and then kind of get back in a training camp but yeah no I think things are trending positively for um for the guys kind of on the margins and that's that's really what this is
0: even the the because it's not just the rookie minimums that increase every year it's the uh like, cause every, every year you play, your minimum goes up, right? So right. the other minimum salaries are going to go up 90,000 in 2020 then 80 to 105,000 in 2021. And then they also get the same 45,000 more per year. So it's like a guy who is, you know, making the vet minimum on his second contract that, you know, for whatever reason, he had to take minimums for all that shit. Those players are going to benefit as well. Uh, so it's not even like the 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 young guys who aren't making money that are going to probably vote yes for it. It's probably a lot of the guys who have been in the league but are still on that bottom tier of, you know, how much money they're making that are going to be fans of this. Um, but... I did read, like, this new CBA makes it much player, much harder for players to hold out, uh, which for fans, yeah. I, that's another thing most fans don't give a, a shit about.
1: No, I mean, I think most fans will like that idea, but it, it takes away some leverage from the players. But I, I do think that players have generally – you know, star players at least have a lot more leverage than teams do.
0: Yeah, in negotiations. star players do. Um, but the, the thing that I've, I found interesting in there is if a player holds out or misses training camp and they have like specific parameters, but uh, it can cost him a year of his free agency eligibility, which is kind of crazy. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, I think – to some extent like you kind of, I don't know, you have to like, maybe the best option is like arbitration, like in the MLB where the, the team and the player get in front of uh, a neutral party and they come to some sort of salary agreement within the process of a week or a few days. And you don't have really, you don't really have to deal with a holdout. Um, I don't know if that's like – I don't know if baseball fans think that's like a particularly, um, I don't know, wise solution. Uh, I'm not as up on, you know, the financial side of baseball as I am on the NFL, but uh, it feels like there's a better way to do these things.
0: Yeah, I think like the big thing – and I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong on this, this, but it's – the, the NFL is, is offering better, like, health plans for former players. Right. Not lifetime coverage. I think it's coverage based on every year you played in the NFL. Um, something like that. But they're offering better coverage for those, you know, former players um, and guys who will be former players. But I think, like, that's one of the big ones that <laughs> – was discussed but i've not i haven't heard a lot about like the the lifetime health health coverage for players right. um i think guaranteed contracts would be a big thing uh the nf like teams have moved closer to doing more guaranteed money and we know more about that but nfl contracts everybody knows is like Mostly like a lot of bullshit until you just see what the guaranteed salary number is. Right, um, right, and
1: when uh, the team can opt out. Right.
0: Uh, Essentially. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like there are probably areas the players could win in, and they will get what's the forty-eight and a half percent share of revenue going to players. Uh. They said 50% is unrealistic, so why not get 49 and a half?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think that's fair. There's a lot of people behind the scenes that work very, very hard. Um, and just because it's 48 and a half for the players doesn't mean it's uh, 51 and a half for the owners.
0: No, not for the owners. They have the the team costs to cover. They have all that other shit, um, right? No, it's uh, they're still making a couple hundred million every year.
1: I generally do not feel as bad for the players as they want us to. I don't. Like uh, Aaron Rodgers was, you know, one of his things is that he wants more free time in the off season for players, and uh, it. What Like, are you a school teacher? Do you get summer break off? You're making uh, $35 million a year. I, I think um, it's reasonable to be, you know, working eight hours a day
0: for most well, of the year. How often do they you work? Get in, and then
1: retire and do whatever you want for the rest of your
0: life. They have, like, they have to report to workouts, what, like in... Mm, April. April, in May, yeah. June... There's like a a week or two workout thing in either April, May, or both, June. And then once training camp gets going in July and then there's voluntary shit. Um, I thought that was pretty funny too, (laughs) because it mostly because it's a quarterback saying that. And like the one player who should be working the most during the off season is your quarterback, (laughs) especially. Even more specifically, an aging quarterback, right? Like, that's why maybe, you know, uh, you looked at somebody like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, they spend their offseason fine-tuning their mechanics, getting uh, – holding, like, their own passing things with receivers to work on their shit yeah. uh, outside of what they're mandated to do. And that's typically when those guys, uh, as they get older, stay, stay sharp. And one thing that it's felt like Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to do is any of that shit because he trusts his ability too much. And as he gets yeah, older, I mean, that's going to – could bite him in the ass.
1: If you wants some extra free time, uh, you know, I know you, how you can get like five weeks off. Just don't make the playoffs.
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah.
1: <That's laughs> you can go on a trip to
0: Europe in that time. Yeah, which quarterback – Benef- I think Philip Rivers has benefited from that quite a bit. Uh, oh, definitely. I'm trying to think of Matthew Stafford. Stafford for sure. Maximizes I mean, money. Never, never, never has it. to play in the postseason.
1: Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's the life. I mean, really I think is. the ideal is you want to at least make it to the Super Bowl once, and then just kind of chill. For the rest of your career. Yeah, maybe you
0: win it. You're talking about Joe Flacco. Flacco.
1: Uh pretty much. Pretty much. Joe Flacco had the
0: perfect career.
1: Uh Joe Flacco, who else kind of like fits that mold?
0: Trying to think. Aaron Rodgers is getting there. They had a nice playoff run this time. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and Drew Brees. (laughs)
1: Basically, yeah, getting to the, the Super,
0: Super Bowl is still really hard. That's why we hate the fucking Patriots. Uh, it's real tough.
1: Uh, speaking of, and I didn't put this in the rundown, but it's worth talking about. See, so of uh, teams that made the Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to franchise tag Chris Jones.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that.
1: Defensive tackle. Killing uh, our dreams. They. Could still tag him and trade him, um, or negotiate something long term. But this is a weird move because they don't have a lot of money to to play around with.
0: Yeah, and they're going they're going to have less once they sign Patrick Mahomes.
1: They're gonna have a lot less.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get you. Don't let a guy like Chris Jones get away. if you can help it. It looks like the Broncos are on the path to sign Derek Wolf, which probably puts Shelby Harris on the outs. So I get it that I don't know what the chiefs will do. Like maybe they just try to hold on to Chris Jones for one more season because right. they're, they're definitely in that that championship window, if they can keep that defense together, which played its best football at the end of the season, like they'll be in a, a decent spot. Did they extend Tyreek Hill too? Yes. So Hill's under contract. Kelsey is under contract.
1: Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, I think they still have to pay either Schwartz or Fisher on the offensive line.
0: Oh, okay. That's really good. so Yeah, Schwartz is—he's turned into one of the best like right tackles in the game. But also
1: borderline Hall of Famer.
0: Also, offensive lines look a lot better when your quarterback's uh, pretty good. One thing I've learned. One thing I've definitely learned. Yes. Uh, The Drew Uh,
1: Lock effect, as it's called.
0: Yeah. Oh, that. So somebody tweeted. black quarterbacks are taking over the NFL. <laughs> and then it, yeah, had a, I it had a picture of uh, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and Drew Locke. And yeah. uh, I thought that was like – I thought it was really funny. Uh, it looks like it was, a Chi- it, was it was a Chiefs fan who did it too. And so I retweeted it. And, of course, I got like three people with just scathing sort of – all white guys too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. All, all white guys getting, like, really offended that, uh, one, somebody would be happy about uh, the success of black quarterbacks. I don't know what they're complaining about. But, I think they, they should have
1: to play in the CFL for three years before they can <laughs> start. They're like,
0: if, you, if you said white quarterbacks were taking over the NFL, people would be throwing up, you know, their hands or – I don't know what the fuck they're saying. It's like, first of all, you missed the joke there like is is a white dude yeah Uh, he
1: was a white dude who uh knows how to rap
0: yeah it's like they're saying it's like a compliment saying drew locks cool basically basically the
1: joke the joke of the tweet was removing russell wilson and (laughs) replacing him with drew lock
0: right like i don't know it's just one of those things
1: is blacker than russell wilson I think that's and, a fair thing to say at this point.
0: I guess I. Especially if like, you've
1: seen Russell Wilson's hair recently.
0: <laughs> um, when when like I th- had the thought I was like if you retweet this there's going to be somebody who complains about it, and I yeah. I just had one second where I thought about it I was is funny I'm gonna fucking retweet things that I think are interesting or funny, uh, and I'll uh, listen to you know whoever complain about it but. <laughs> Um, I thought it was good.
1: If you are offended by that tweet or the joke behind that tweet, please sound off in the comments below. Don't actually, I don't care what you think.
0: Get offended. Get more offended about more things. That will make you happy in life. The only person
1: I care about in the comments section, well, actually I care about you all, but the person I care about most is the guy who calls me will gay six and <laughs> every comment section. I fucking love that guy. And I love his
0: commitment. will gay six. Oh man. Oh, um, uh, so, uh, this is the last thing and we're going to be done. Um, but okay. I'm working on doing a thing for, uh, like a charity thing to raise money for Alzheimer's disease. And, uh, this dude who makes like these giant Lego sculptures, he made the Steve Harvey one that Gronk spiked and broke on new year's. Uh Uh, Like he built that and he built one for me a while ago. And then he had the idea to build the Tom Brady head that I could smash. And so uh, I've been talking to him. We're going to do it. And like, I'll post something to make it official because I want to make like a, a goal for the Alzheimer's association which my sister works for. So it's like official and the money goes straight there. And I want to try to raise like a lot of money. And once I do, I'm going to smash the fucking Tom Brady head. But, uh, the guy who makes them, uh, asked me, he said he would donate a hundred dollars if, cause he's a chiefs fan. If you would say something positive about the chiefs.
1: Look, I think Alzheimer's is a very serious disease. (laughs) However, <laughs> there are some lines I'm not willing to cross.
0: <laughs> so and I think he said he would even do 200 if you wore uh, Patrick Mahomes jersey and said something positive. I'll if have he, to get the sw- If you can
1: supply me with the Patrick Mahomes jersey, uh, then yes, yeah, I'll do it. Of course.
0: And then we can uh, you can do a a a video where after the Chiefs lose one game, you can go burn the Patrick Mahomes jersey like you're a, a Chiefs fan. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm down with it all. I think for you spiking the Brady head, I think first of all we need to complete we need to use it as a football and complete a deep pass into the end zone and then spike it. Interesting. Which adds the layer of tension. You know, will you catch it? Will you drop it? Will it will it be destroyed there? I think that adds a whole new layer to it.
0: Yeah, we'll try to make it cool for sure.
1: And you have to pledge, like if you do catch it, you know, everybody donates an additional, you know, $10.
0: Yeah. We'll figure it out. But I like this idea. Anyway, uh, that's today's podcast. Um, I think after free agency, well, maybe after the draft. I don't know. We're, we're going to have to probably go to every other week. At we got something. the
1: NFL Combine uh, starting tonight on prime time.
0: Oh, it hasn't? Well, they're starting to air all this shit tonight. Yeah. Everybody's been there all week, right? Yeah, but uh, now they're, like,
1: doing the drills and stuff. Mm.
0: Dude, this, like, maybe we already talked about this, but the Combine, to me, is one of the most boring fucking things on Earth. Oh,
1: yeah, it sucks.
0: I don't, I can't, I can't force myself to watch, watch it.
1: The only thing that's, like, mildly interesting is the quarterbacks doing the throwing drills. Yeah, that's fair enough. And, like, the, like, seeing, like, the guys who are expected to run really fast 40s run a 40.
0: Like yeah, I just like some, to see like the next day once they've all run it and they're like, these are the guys who had the three fastest times. Yeah. This quarterback was really fucking slow. Right. Uh, it's usually it's like
1: Rich Eisen using a golf voice and being like, uh, and now uh, Tyree Hill on the 40 yard dash. Uh,
0: that was fast.
1: This wow, and, and we've got it clocked at and. Then, uh, unofficial four point two seconds.
0: Yeah. The the combine has already peaked.
1: Who is who's the guy it peaked who's, with? Who's dick uh, fell out? It with the guy at Pepsi thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: I forget who that was. Whose dick um, fell out at the combine? That was the go. best. Uh, I'm just
1: gonna Google whose dick fell out at the combine.
0: Yeah, it's a. Well, let's see. Oh, it's Chris Jones. Chris Jones. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. I was going to say, it's somebody we know.
1: Right. I was going to say, I was like, maybe it was Bradley Jones. Nope. Chris Jones.
0: Chris Jones' big dick fell out of his pants at the Combine. Just another uh, reason to pin, man. Yeah. Combine was has never been as good since.
1: No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's good. It's downhill from there on out. Speaking of getting fined by the FCC... <laughs> <laughs> can't be showing can't be hanging dong on the nfl network
0: no 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 all right thanks for listening see ya abrupt ending now